Welcome to Sexy Lexi After Hours. My name is Lexi, your sexy studio bae. I'm an artist, writer, and recording engineer, among many other things. And this show is dedicated to the more explicit conversations, raw and unfiltered. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL. That's L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram every Wednesday at 9 p.m. to be part of the conversation. If you tune in at 8 p.m., you can catch the Lex chat. But if you miss the live, you can hear the replay on Fridays at 9 p.m. on YouTube and anywhere podcasts are available. Whichever platform you're using, make sure you follow and or subscribe and like each episode and or give the show a rating to help the show get in front of a an even bigger audience. Thank you very much. If you don't like waiting for replays and you want instant access to the content and personal access to me, go subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash LexiATL. That's patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L and choose from the three different tiers to gain early and exclusive access among other perks. This week on Sexy Lexi After Hours, I wanna talk about a sudden realization I had while watching the show House of Dragons on HBO Max. This might sound kind of crazy, but I've slowly been figuring out how powerful sex is and why women are considered to be more powerful than men when it comes to sex, right? Y'all can fight me on that later in the chat if you want to, for those of you who are tuned in live. But as a woman, my body, my pussy, my sex is very powerful. And sad to say, I think I got a clearer understanding of why from the latest episode of House of Dragons on HBO Max, episode four that just came through, right? And it's sad to say because a lot of this game I wish I got from other women in my family. Just like I wish I got certain game from the men in my family on how to look out for ain't shit type of men. I wish I got more game from the women in my family to understand the kind of power that we hold as women when it comes to this sex thing, right? But um, if you haven't seen episode four of House of Dragons yet, spoilers, spoilers are ahead. This is a spoiler alert. So proceed with caution, proceed at your own risk, okay? Or just go watch the episode and then catch the replay of this after hours on Friday at 9 p.m., okay? Um, Hollyboy813 said, you ain't, you ain't gave me none. I haven't gave you none. I don't know you like that, chill. So anyway, if y'all haven't seen episode four of House of Dragons, let's do a quick little breakdown of the episode, okay? Now, spoiler alert, this is your second spoiler alert warning. So if you don't get it this time, boohoo for you, that's just what it is, all right? All right, so a breakdown of the episode. Rhaenyra hates the idea. Rhaenyra is the daughter of the king. Their mother died, his wife, the queen died, giving birth to a son. That son died shortly after birth because he wasn't birthed properly. Um, so Rhaenyra, she inherits next in line for the throne. Okay, so if you haven't seen the show, but if you have seen the show, then you should be able to follow this break down fairly easily. That smile is everything, thank you. <laughs> so Rhaenyra hates the idea of having to be married off. Her inheritance of the crown is threatened by the birth of her new baby brother, Aegon. Baby Aegon 
also shares blood with the hand of the king, Otto Hightower, which gives Otto more motive to suggest that Rhaenyra weds baby Aegon when he comes of age, because then that will bring the Hightower family, their bloodline will be sitting on the Iron Throne, okay? Which is like the highest, highest seat, the highest power in the land during this time, okay? So, um, Damon is the king's brother, Rhaenyra's uncle. He comes back from a war that he's been fighting for like the past three years. Seems like he's a changed man, blah, 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 but he's really not, okay? He, he hasn't changed. Damon takes Rhaenyra into town late at night, takes her to a brothel, kisses her, makes sexual passes at her, and attempts to sleep with her, but I think either he couldn't get it up or he realized that she wanted it and suddenly it was like, mm, I can't do this, you know, because he's not in control of it completely, right? So he ends up not sleeping with her, but it's too late because a spy of the king's hand, along with other witnesses who were at that brothel, they saw Rhaenyra and Damon coupling in the brothel. So they saw the spy and other witnesses at the brothel. They saw Rhaenyra and Damon kissing, touching, and about to get it on. So whether they got it on or not, it doesn't matter because that is what people saw. And considering where they were, you follow me. Okay. So this suggests that her virtue has been sullied. Sullied means to have your purity or in integrity damaged, which would make her undesirable for potential suitors. Okay. A woman's virtue virtue must be intact before marrying. Otherwise she will be considered damaged or uncleaned. Renera is sullied. The king and the current queen, her friend, Alison Hightower, they don't know that she actually did become sullied um, because she told them, technically she did not lie. Technically she did not sleep with Damon, but she also didn't tell anybody that she slept with her king's guard, Sir Kristen Cole, right? So she is Sully because she did slept, sleep with somebody. People are already, why can't I talk right now? This is crazy. So people already don't want a woman to be the queen. So, and Rhaenyra already feels like she'll be tossed aside as the next ruler since her brother Aegon was born because that is her father's firstborn son, right? People would naturally want him to be next in line. So she's already got these feelings, but if word gets out about her being sullied, she won't be able to get married off or have her marriage bring some kind of political advantage back to the crown. Maybe regular women didn't have so much power back then, but Rhaenyra is in a very powerful position as the next ruler on the Iron Throne. And any offspring she has will continue the bloodline, right? So what this episode made me realize about my own power, and we're gonna get into the details. If you're tuned in live, then please join in the conversation because y'all know it's so much more interesting when y'all are in the conversation with me. Let me get my settings together here. There we go. So that was the basic rundown of what happened in the episode. And it was very, interesting because gosh the emotion that these people are able to invoke from me when i'm watching house of dragons and the same way i felt when i was watching game of thrones whoever the writers are and the creators of this show 
they are so good at getting that emotion and that connection out of me. But the whole time while I was watching Rhaenyra and Damon fooling around in the brothel, um, a bunch of different thoughts were going through my mind. I'm gonna get into what the episode made me realize about my own power, but I need to make sure that I'm giving justice to like a true review of the episode, right? So <laughs> it was already dangerous that she was out unprotected, just her and Damon like amongst common people um, in a disguise so that no one would recognize her. It was already dangerous, but then it was kind of good for her to see like there was a reenactment of a play that was going on and people were expressing that they would not like for a female to be queen, right? So she gets to see that perspective. Damon is exposing her and it's so messed up because, and oh gosh, I didn't even put this in the notes, but you, it's such a, I think this episode is such a great lesson to young women because there are a few different things that were said and done in this episode, right? It's the temptation that happens to young women um, and it, it causes us to put ourselves into kind of like crazy situations and it causes us to either be put in crazy situations um, because we want to experience it, but it also has it to where other people are putting us in crazy situations to get a certain reaction or to mess up people's perception of who we are as people or to to um, get th give them their own like, how do you say, upward mobility in the eyes of other people. You know what I'm saying? Like people will try to sully your name and simultaneously increase their station. You know what I mean? So I think this whole episode was a great, is a great learning lesson for young women. Not that it's necessarily appropriate for certain young ladies to be watching such a show, but Damon tempted her and took her into this environment. Now, she should have been old enough to know that she was not supposed to be in this situation, but because she's also rebellious against her dad and against the traditions of the land, right? She doesn't really wanna think about her duties. She doesn't wanna think about the way things are. She doesn't wanna think about the politics of her position in life. But because she because she gave into that lapse in judgment, she was put into a situation that threatened the whole crown, threatened like her stake to power. So how is this relating to what I, like how does this relate to Sexy Lexi After Hours, right? As a woman, we have to be careful that we remember our place. And I don't want to say this in like a sexist way, but we have to be careful that we either remember our place or remember where we are wanting to go. Because there have been plenty of times where I have felt like I'm not able to do what everyone is able to do. That's because I'm not shooting. I'm not aiming for what everybody else is aiming for. So naturally, I can't be like normal people because I'm not trying to be a normal person. And what that means is I can't or I will not be doing what normal people, quote, normal, unquote, people do, right? Same thing with Rhaenyra in this situation. So 
she wants to be able to do certain things, but she still has that responsibility of you are the next queen. Your name holds weight. You are expected to act a certain way in society, in public, you know? So that's one lesson that we can take from this leading up to before they even get to the brothel, right? We cannot allow ourselves, even though it gets tiring to have to hold ourselves to a higher standard, we then especially have to be careful that we don't fall into the wrong hands into the wrong company because good company would have told her to stay her ass in the castle but the bad company that she was with damon that person exploited her momentary point of weakness right and because he was able to exploit that momentary lapse of judgment it jeopardized her position on the throne and he was using her for his own political gains if he sullies her, then maybe she will have to wed him. Or I got to check the lineage because I don't remember the lineage from Game of Thrones, but I feel like maybe she will end up marrying and having kids with her brother, Aegon Targaryen. I don't know. Aegon. I don't know why I keep saying Aegon. Aegon Targaryen. Okay. Um, and anyone who's tuned in live, feel free to jump into this conversation. I'm talking about realizing what powers I have or certain lessons that I learned watching this recent episode of House of Dragons. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert ahead, proceed at your own caution or tune out, go watch it and then catch the replay of this episode Friday at 9 p.m. Okay. So yeah, it's as young women, right? Any Then this lesson goes for anybody, but the reason why you can't do what everybody else is doing is because you are shooting, you're aiming for a life that not everybody else is living. And there's a religious, there's a religious, um, there's a sermon that I, that I listened to on this as well. Like, you know, fear of missing out. But the reality is you can't do what normal people do because you're not striving for a normal life. Um, but I think Rhaenyra, she forgot this in her time of weakness because she was just tired of the stresses of the crown or whatever, right? So that's one lesson. We have to understand and hopefully don't get tired at not being able to do what everyone else is doing. We have to be careful not to feel like we're missing out on something. And we have to remember who we are and we have to remember what we're building towards and not allow people like a Damon to put us in situations that will shift people's perspective of who we are because as the king said towards the end of this episode the truth doesn't matter perception matters and that is a very hard truth that just repeated itself in my life because I definitely heard this last year as well when I was going through some bullshit with uh, a certain label that I was working with and the manager Pretty much everybody around me was saying the same thing, but it's an ugly truth that we all kind of have to get comfy with, you know? The truth does not matter, but perception does. And, well, the truth does matter, but not as much as perception. And perception travels way faster than truth does. That's just, 
that's just one of those things in life that just sucks. It's also one of those lessons that I wish someone would like beat into my head sooner so I didn't have to learn it so damn slow, you know? Um, but yeah, so her perception was completely ruined because even though she didn't do anything with Damon, people assume, people saw what they saw. And you know, you're in a brothel, you're kissing and touching on your uncle. Of course, people are going to assume that something happened and she wanted it. That was a sexual awakening, awakening for Rhaenyra in that moment. She wanted it. And in fact, she got it. She didn't get it from Damon, but she got it from Sir Kristen, Sir Kristen Cole. She got that cherry popped. She was moving like she knew what she was doing on another note. But uh, yeah, to try to keep this on like a lesson for young women, right? Power of what we hold down there. So what this episode made me realize about my own power, right? And in a lot of ways, I think this is going to serve as a reminder to my younger self or a lesson to my younger self, something that I hope my nieces will learn and something that I wish I learned sooner on. Official Mr. What is your power and how does this episode relate to a sexy after hours topic? So on these after hours show, right, we're exploring different aspects of sexuality and um, I'm sad. I think you probably missed the introduction, but this latest episode of House of Dragons, right? I like the show. It's a spinoff of Game of Thrones. It's telling the history of the dragon family, the Targaryens, before it gets to the Game of Thrones era, right? Um, this last episode, I felt so compelled by what was happening in this episode because it made me realize that there are a lot of reasons why a woman is valuable and those reasons are what give us power. So even though in those times, women didn't really have much power back then, depending on where you were stationed in life, your womb was more powerful, your womb held more merit or more position over others, you know? so. I'm getting into this because, yeah, I had a realization. From watching this episode, I had a lot of realizations that I wish I was taught at an earlier age. You should get on the plane. I'm willing to go to the wild side with you. But do I wanna go to the wild side with you is the question. Like I said, I don't even know you, sir. And all you're offering me is a plane ticket right now. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, my power is my body. My power is my sex. My power is my feminine energy. And so can you have kids? Yes, yes, I can have kids. I just have not allowed myself to get into a predicament to bring kids into this world. But that is one of the points that I'm gonna be making. So my power is my body, it is my femininity, it is my sex, it is the fact that I can bear children and what it means to bear children, who I choose to bear children for, when I'm choosing to have kids, you know? All of those things are related to my power as a woman and it's 
they are things that I wish I learned from other family members. <laughs> so from the women in my family, I wish they explained more to me what my powers were as a woman. From the men in my family, I wish they sat down and gave me the game so I didn't have to deal with all these bullshit situations with these dudes. But, you know. Um, and in the beginning, I mentioned how it, it's kind of sad that I'm just now realizing what my power is from this TV show. But that's how all of that is relating to the Sexy Lexi After Hours. So, yeah, it's more to the trip. Love don't cost nothing but time. Love don't cost nothing but time. Yeah. You know what would be attractive is if you actually listen to what I'm saying and engage in the conversation that I'm having right now. I had to go off on somebody the other day because this this guy who's interested in me called me past midnight, but not to talk to me, not to, well, to talk to me, but not to like engage in real conversation, not to get to know me. This man called me to talk about himself. And do you know how fucking unattractive it is for someone to, I'm literally in your face having a conversation and everything you said had nothing to do with what I'm talking about. You see how frustrating that is? If you want me to be attracted to you, you could start by listening and actually giving me genuine responses to what I'm talking about. And then we can have an actual conversation. So I had to go off on somebody the other night because this man called me past midnight. I was sleeping, which I pointed out <laughs> and told him that I had just woken up. And he didn't care that he woke me up apparently cause he kept fucking talking about himself for like the next 15 minutes. And I was too damn nice because 15 minutes was too long of a time. Anyway, um, I seen it, I seen it fan of both shows. Oh, I seen it fan of both shows. Now I understand. So are you just now realizing its power in the P? Um, it's boring I'm lost okay if it's boring you can tap out or you can actually pay attention to what I'm saying um so yeah I seen it fan of both shows good I am now a fan as well um it took me longer to jump on the Game of Thrones boat but once I did oh my gosh I binged watch all of it so now I understand so are you just now realizing it's power in the piece so I'm not just realizing I'm not just realizing there's power in it, but for years I have not understood how to use that power. I haven't understood how to use that power. So what's up Dunlap, how you doing? Uh, I don't watch what you talking about, sorry. Okay, I mean, so you got two options here. Either, let me let this connection come back. So you have two options here. You can either tune out of this live or you can continue to listen to the conversation and add value to the parts that you are like catching up on. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um, just block him legs. I'm not gonna block him cause I do know him in real life. I just wish like people who, who claim that they're so interested in me, y'all really seem to have a problem with listening to basic fucking conversation. And that's what irritates me. And I'm irritated because yes, there was someone who called me the other night past midnight I was sleeping. I answered the phone because even though I'm in music, that doesn't mean that I want people calling me all hours of the night. Um, and when I have nights when I'm able to go to bed early, 
I do that. <laughs> so he obviously woke me up out of my sleep and that was acknowledged within the first five minutes of the conversation on the phone. But I thought something was wrong because this person doesn't usually call me that late at night. But when I found out he was just calling to talk, like I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I would love for you to be a part of this. And I would love for you to do that. And I would love to take you out. And you still never got back to me about doing certain things. I'm just like, I want to be interested, but you are not, you are not concerned about me. You're like giving me a resume and you can't just give me a resume. You have to, we have to genuinely connect. And he was literally talking for 15 minutes straight about himself. I said, maybe, maybe five sentences. And so it irritated me. Uh, keep talking, ignore that. You can't have a sexy after hour if it's not about sex. See, the crazy part is I, I said in the first 10 minutes of this that it is about sex. So, but it's not about the raunchy explicit stuff that you want to talk about. You can ask, you know, you can ask questions about sex throughout. But like I said, listen to what I'm actually saying. Hey, what was the lesson for you, Lexi, from the episode? Yes, thank you. It's about content to draw more fans. Well, if you were truly a fan, you would be listening to the content and then you would request certain content versus coming on here, asking shit that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But anyway, thank you so much, Highly Doubted. What was the lesson for you, Lexi, from the episode? Okay, so we're gonna get back into the notes and I'm gonna stop venting and I'm gonna, I'm also exploring like being more direct and not being as nice. So that's why you got a little bit of snappiness from me, okay? So, all right, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Thank you. Dunlap said it, you're building. Thank you very much. So the lesson that I learned from this, right? So my temple is more desirable when it has low mileage or even better, no mileage, okay? So if no one has touched me, then I am more desirable, I am more valuable when people can't say that, like not anybody can just say that they've had me. And that's something that I'm proud of. Um, I ain't gonna say that I've been no saint, you know, Lexi been getting it in, but I'm not just out here fucking everybody and sleeping with everybody just because, although sometimes I wish I was more of a hoe because these hoes out here are getting flights and meals and shit, but, uh, <laughs> and record deals. You know, if I was more of a hoe, maybe I would be famous by now. I don't know, you know? So yeah, I'm realizing, I know that, I knew that my temple was desirable, but especially from that show, it's just the way that it is for women. That's just how it is. We are more desirable when no one has been able to touch us or when very few people like, cause men like that rarity, right? And y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all like it that other men have not had what you had. Y'all like it that other men can't say, oh yeah, she do this, 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 this and that, you know? Right or wrong. All right, the same way she realized in the show how powerful her pee is, how you do it in real life, because she ended up having sex with the person she really wanted. Yeah, so, but she ended up, so in the minds of her dad, the king, and her friend, the queen, um, they believe that she is still pure, even though he gave her that tea at the end of the episode, but that's something else. 
they believe that she is still pure, but yeah. So she got to break away from what was expected of her and went for what she really wanted. And I appreciate you for saying that because I don't just be out here fucking people because I want something from them or I want to use them for something. I'm out here fucking people because I genuinely like them, okay? Although this world will make you believe that it's a dumb notion to sleep with people and give them access to you because you actually like them. That's another topic for another day, but okay. Imagine getting flued out. I can't imagine it, but I'm not about to get flued out for just anything, you know? And y'all are agreeing with me. I like exclusive women. I've always liked when women were rare. Not everybody can say they had you. Sex and sexiness has lost its value though. Mmm, y'all are bringing some good points. So yeah, I imagine that as a man, it's nice. To, and that's why I don't, I don't like this culture of like sexual promiscuity amongst everybody, men and women. I mean, it's, it's always been a thing for men to do what they do, but for women, we obviously have more at stake. So just like the character Rhaenyra, right? Her womb is royal, her royal, her womb is powerful. That pussy is powerful because of who she is and what she is going to be. So as I said a little bit earlier, you cannot do what normal people are doing if you are striving to not live a normal, if you're trying to live an extraordinary life, you have to do things that extraordinary people are doing. So in the episode, and you know, every episode leading up to this one, she's been extremely annoyed with the duty of things and what's expected of her, but she is not normal people. So she's not expected to do normal shit that people do. Now that you know your power, how does it work? Women out here with lingerie and Jordans. Oh shit, my camera went off. Women out here with lingerie and Jordans. Men out here with the gray sweats and hoochie daddy shorts. Oh Lord, Auntie Monique would be so very upset with us, child. So now that you know your power, how does it work? And listen, I bet if I was over here fucking everybody, unless you the type of man who likes that kind of woman, if I was out here fucking everybody, you wouldn't want to fly me out right or wrong but anyway so what did we learn now that you know your power how does it work so i'm gonna try to explain it um so men like rarity right um who i choose to lay down with will have their bloodline continued as a woman and this is why it grinds my gears that women don't get more respect but then again Ain't nobody doing respectful shit these days. So there's that. <laughs> but as a woman, I am responsible for continuing, literally continuing the human race. You know, I am responsible for continuing bloodlines and continuing legacies. I have that power. I can decide to eradicate mankind if I wanted to. This is gonna be a bit of a deeper episode than just the raunchy, sexy shit. We can still incorporate that in here. Um, and you know what else is funny? If you want the content to be more geared towards what you wanna talk about, then keep tuning in. So I'm glad I could say that to you and I'm glad you could show me that. Keep tuning in, keep requesting content subscribe to the OnlyFans and request content that way. But you can't be upset when things are going a certain way if you don't 
interact with the content that's coming out or interact with me to let me know what you want to see. You know what I'm saying? So vacation, stop being about enjoying the journey and how expect something out of it. Yeah. <sighs> I like this episode. Keep talking. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 All right. That's why I chose you. My mom died from HIV. So I desire you more because of that reason. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Everybody can't say they had Lexi. Now I didn't have my fun, but I'm not just, just because somebody dangles a little record deal in my face, just because somebody dangles some beats in my face. I have had that happen to me. Um, yeah, you can get this beat if you fuck like, you know, but just because people have offered me certain things, I have not given myself up just to acquire those things. If that is what they want from me, but they're not delivering and you know what I'm saying? Like I remove myself from connection with those kind of people. So yeah. But anyway, back into like the deepness of this conversation. As a woman, I literally possess the power to continue the human race. So it is extremely important. And I'm kind of, I have a responsibility too, just like Rhaenyra in the episode, right? She is expected to marry well, not just so she can politically put her family in a better stance, but also so that she can continue the bloodline of her family, of the Targaryen name, of the tradition of the House of Dragon, you know? Shit trash, man. Females get treated crazy in this industry. Yeah, it really is some bullshit. And um, that's why I get really upset. But you know, if I was a hoe, I'd probably be famous right now. But the kind of hell that people don't talk enough, see, People think that you gotta die to go to hell when really hell or heaven is just a state of mind. It's how your energy is being directed while you are experiencing this human form. And if I were to sleep with this one and that one to get to where I say I wanna be, I would be living in hell. I would be in a mental prison. So yeah. Nah, Lex, don't become a Tatiana. We could be the next Jay and Beyonce. <laughs> we could be. I own a radio station and I would never do that. I'm glad to hear that. And I'm sorry to hear about how your mom passed. Like, it's also irresponsibility of men and you know. That's why I don't I don't like this thought ass culture, bro. Anyway, you thought I was feeling you? <laughs> the nigga munch. <laughs> anyway, a lot of bad energy follows that whole lifestyle for men and women. And you know, Hoes will try to have you believe that being a hoe is life. Hoe is not life. Hoe is hell. And these hoes ain't talking about it because they want to look like they're winning, but they don't actually want to be winning. And that's what's so frustrating. And um, you decrease your value. Hey, yo, stop it. You decrease your value. That was my cat scratching on the wall. You decrease your value by not being a rarity. You decrease your value when too many people can say they've had you. Like, um, let's see, what can I think of on the spot? Like, a, I don't know, a penny, I guess. Why does it take so many pennies to equal a dollar? It takes way more pennies to equal $5, to equal $10, to equal $100, you know? It lessens your value when too many occurrences have crossed your path, you know? Everyone a thought nowadays, not everybody. 
Although seeing how these thoughts are supposedly winning, it kind of makes you want to be a thought. Just like seeing all these BBL braid girls, <laughs> they seem to be winning. Especially living in Atlanta, it makes you want to succumb to the to the culture. But so as someone who doesn't want to just live a normal life, right? I want to do extraordinary things. I got to move in extraordinary ways. I got to be picky about who has me and I have to be picky about whose bloodline, whose legacy I choose to continue. Because yes, I have the power to continue life, but if I want to be extraordinary and ensure the extraordinary nature of my family and extraordinary nature of the surroundings, of my surroundings, then I need to be very picky about who I am procreating with. I need to be very picky about the type of person I am multiplying into this world. You would be surprised what you give up in the act of sex. More than bodily fluids, energy and life essence gets transferred. Ooh, I wish y'all were here for the, the sexual energy and feminine energy and the sexual sex is a transfer episodes. That one that I talked about, um, it was inspired by Kevin Gates. Y'all go back and listen to that. Just like you said earlier, perception. It seems like they are winning. You lose a little bit of who you are. That's why a lot of zombies are out here. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And y'all are hitting the nail right on the head. Y'all are right on the money. So in order for me to influence, like I have the power to influence the kind of people who get to come back into this world or the kind of people who get to roam this earth. That is powerful. Men don't have that power. But a lot of men these days seem to have forgotten about the importance of the woman. Like, how do you disrespect the one who gave you life? How do you disrespect any woman? We are the ones who continue you and your image. How dare, why would you ever think of disrespecting me? But anyway, um, let me look at my notes here. Okay, so another thing that I learned or realized about my own power from this episode, right? Who and when I choose to lay with someone is important. So like I said, the kind of people that I want to see being recreated on this earth, I have the power to influence that. So, and then yo, like, oh my God, Cheeto, we're gonna talk about that in like two weeks, okay? Um, About, we're gonna get a little bit deeper into the sexual energy transfer, cause I recently just went through some shit, but I'm also glad that I just got out of some shit. You know what I'm saying? Because the energy that I was receiving by laying with this person, I really believe that was linked to the depression that I was feeling and the anxiety that I was feeling and just my scatterbrained, like I started developing scatterbrained because I was just fucking the wrong person. And I was, I was losing a sense of self-esteem, not realizing why, because when a man is sleeping with you, right? especially if he's going raw with not just you, but other women, he is also transferring the energy of those women into me. So whatever energies they possess is coming into me and that man is not protecting me. So that's another reason why I have to be picky with who I'm giving it to and picky with who, with the kind of traits that I wanna replicate 
in this world. Who you lay down with is important. And when you lay down with them is important too. So sex before marriage, being seen as sullied before having gained any commitment, before you gain any property, before you get any kind of contract, you mess up your own prospects before guaranteeing your own future. It 100% was. My ex had me out the game for two to three years. Past the trauma, I also felt lost internally. I had to get back to Genesis within myself. Ooh, that's a hard fucking journey. It is a hard fucking journey. And I applaud you for having gone through that and having made it out of that. Because, and I know a woman right now who is, gosh, she's digmatized. And she reminds me of my, like, luckily I didn't get to that abusive of a situation, but I had the potential to be in as abusive of a situation as she is right now because I was digmatized with this man. But luckily it didn't get to that bad of a point, but it's going to take her seven or eight times before she is ready and done and like really leaves the table, you know? Um, But yeah, it's... It's tough, man. You can't just be out here having sex with anybody. And when you know that you have the power to bring, because you man, so a baby is the manifestation of all those energies that have entered your body. (laughs) That's the other thing we have to realize. And so, and like I said, with the character Rhaenyra in the show, she would be continuing her bloodline and also strengthening her family politically by choosing who she marries and by choosing who she decides to have a child with. So it solidifies her place as royalty, as a queen, as royal, as ruler of the Iron Throne. And it also strengthens the bloodline so that this trend, this legacy can continue. Man, this combo is interesting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it is interesting. And you know, we we this podcast is about sex. Sex is not just the act of sex. Sex is everything that comes with sex. Sex is the backstory. Sex is how you developed into your sexuality and your sexual preference. So, that's another reason why I was a little irritated earlier. Um if you believe that sex is just two bodies, bumping uglies then your sex is probably not good and if y'all were on sexy lexi after hours last week part of good pussy is after you've had some good pussy you feel like you can take on the world you release stress okay a man gets inner a man gets relaxed from good pussy a woman gets energized from good dick so when that man is like tired and resting, that is the woman's time to shine and take care of him and protect him. But now that that woman has relaxed that man and helped him to clear his mind, now he can go out and fight the world and have a better clarity on what he has to do next. Good pussy will inspire you. Good pussy will make you, will prepare you to take on the world, okay? This shit is powerful, all right? Listen to my song, Bed Dream. The instrumental plays in the background of these episodes. (laughs) So yeah, like who you lay down with and who you choose to bear children with 
you have to, as a woman, think about the extraordinary life that you are building. You cannot do normal things when you are striving for an extraordinary life. That's a sermon right there. Oh my God. Um, and in order to ensure your extraordinary life, you have to be able to grow your prospects and solidify your future. And how you solidify your future is through the partner you choose and the quality of a union that you choose, right? So it, it gets really deep. And like I said, it's sad that I had this realization from a TV show because I wish that I learned this from the women in my family my power that I hold as a woman. And I wish that I learned the game that men play, the lies that men tell from the men in my family, but it is what it is. I don't wanna harp on that too much. And then, yeah, we've already touched on this, but perception is more important than the truth. Even if you didn't do what others think you've done, how many of y'all have, have actually seen the show? Cause I'm talking about House of Dragons right now. I don't know if the title of this is showing for y'all or not, but we're talking about the lessons that I learned or things that I realized after watching episode four of House of Dragon and just seeing what happened with Rhaenyra. Like, man, perception is more important than the truth. Okay, so if you haven't seen the show, spoilers all around, spoilers all around. I've learned these lessons through experience, sadly. <laughs> yeah, the wise thing to do would be to try to learn these things vicariously. Um, but you know, if we have to learn them with firsthand experience, it is what it is. I haven't seen the show. Well, spoilers, but yeah. I like the show. If you're into like Lord of the Rings and medieval things and those kind of like time period pieces, then you would enjoy it. It is a lot of blood and gore though. They love some killing and they love sex. It's always sex. Somebody dies and somebody's fucking in these shows. So just prepare yourself for that. But yeah, um, perception is more important than the truth. Even if you didn't do what others think you've done, what people think travels faster than what the truth actually is oh i missed that comment you out here doing spoken word ain't you you know i could be a prophet i need to watch game of thrones but i will watch it now so this show house of dragon is the secession of royalty before the game of thrones era happens i watch a lot of magic related shit for some reason well then you might like this show because there's dragons there are dragons in game of thrones there is dark magic so yes 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 but yeah so perception is more important than the truth so for those y'all who haven't seen the show and if you missed the episode breakdown that i gave earlier the reason why this is important so renera's uncle takes her to a brothel and comes on to her and even though they didn't go through with the entire act of having sex there were still enough people who saw Rhaenyra and her uncle coupling in the brothel. They saw them kissing, they saw them touching, they saw the uncle undressing the princess, right? Undressing his niece. So, and even though, even though they didn't go through the full act, 
what people saw is more important than what actually happened because it's the implication of what happened or what was going to happen. You're in a brothel, you're kissing, people assume that you're gonna be fucking, right? So yeah. Um, now in the mind of her father, the king, <clears throat> excuse me, in his mind and in the queen's eyes, so her friend Allison is the queen and then her father, King Viserys is the king. In their eyes, she is still a virtuous maiden she hasn't been sullied because she didn't tell because Rhaenyra did not tell the full truth okay she has been sullied just not by her uncle Damon she's been sullied by her king's guard Sir Kristen Cole he's a nice little snack side note it took forever for them to get that armor off do you know how many layers of armor you had y'all must have really wanted to have sex because all that all those layers of armor that he had to get off well man Yes, we like low body counts, low mileage, and women with no kids. However, the perception is very important if there is a man that we might not know personally, but know of them, that changes things. We like low body counts, low mileage, and women with no kids. However, the perception is very important. If there is a man that we might not know personally, but know of, then that changes things. Um, if he knew of what had happened between her and her uncle, he would not have wanted her. Yes. Well, I'll exit stage left so I don't get the show too ruined. Ugh! Yeah, you're right. Go watch the episode and then come back to this, to this chat. You're right or whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. That water should last me the rest of this episode. So yeah, um... Dang, my camera is about to go out. Well, there goes that. <laughs> oh, well. But the podcast can go on. I'll just put up a little picture or whatever. So, yeah. If he knew of what had happened between her and her uncle, he would not have wanted her. Exactly, because that plays into that whole rarity thing, knowing that no one else has had her. But that's why Sir Kristen was tempted, because he knew he's the one that was protecting her but she but he is also the one that she actually wanted although would she have still wanted him if her uncle was allowed to do what he initially planned on doing like again i don't know if he couldn't get it up or maybe it was maybe it turned him off in a sick twisted kind of way that she actually wanted it to because if she didn't want it then that's like a power move on his part, right? So it looked like he would have gone through with it, but he didn't. But he didn't need to go through with it. All he had to do was put her virtue into question. And that would be enough to ruin her prospects of a future. So how this is relating to, you know, life as we know it today, one decision can change the trajectory of your life it can change people's perception of you and how they view you and once people's perception of you changes it threatens to change your future it threatens to change certain things that were lined up for you or certain possibilities that you may have had that now become sullied because of a bad decision you made 
And then if you're not careful about the choices you're making, it will repel the things that you really want. So had Sir Kristen Cole known of what had happened with her uncle beforehand, he would not have wanted her and she would have never been able to get Sir Kristen Cole. Even though he wasn't supposed to have her because he's, you know, taking this oath not to have sex because as a knight, I think they take an oath of chastity, right? And then he's also close, close with the princess, like he protects her. But it makes sense because they're always around. And you know, they went on the hunt together, killed the boar together, the goat, not the goat, the boar, <laughs> the pig. But yeah, so like I said, this episode, in my opinion, it's such a great episode. It's important for young girls, the kinds of lessons that are presented in this one episode alone. And I am just so happy that I am in with the culture this time and I'm not missing out as far as like watching it in real time as it's coming out. Um, I'm captivated with this show, I really am. And these are the things that it's made me realize. We'll do a little recap because soon Instagram is gonna kick me off. I gotta keep a tight hour. So what I've learned is my temple is more desirable when it has low mileage or no mileage. So the more exclusive, the more rare that you are considered to be, the more desirable you will be considered by men. Because men like rarity, men like exclusivity. So now that makes me wonder, what's with this culture of promiscuity then? Why is that being pushed on us? But that's for another day. So rarity is important. Who I choose to lay with will have his bloodline and his legacy continued. I am responsible for continuing life and legacy. But I do wonder what that means to men these days. I, I really don't like a lot of men in my generation, honestly, because they all just seem so stupid and like they don't understand, you know, the importance of certain things that we've like so many things we've talked about in this episode i wonder if men in my generation understand some of this shit you know not all men are the same or like the same things yes thank you for saying that not all men but there is the perception in the media that most men do and high quality men and low quality yes high quality versus low quality men so if y'all got nothing else from this right it's that we have to, like a side lesson of this is we have to be stronger than perception and we have to live our lives above perception. So we cannot act or do things just because we will or will not be perceived a certain way. What I want y'all to take away from this is that we should be doing the right thing no matter what. And not just what is right for me, not just, you know, what is right for my family, but doing what is the right thing always, no matter what it means, no matter who it means it to, okay? So that's a side lesson, but my temple is more desirable when I am more exclusive and rare. Who I choose to lay down with is important because I am responsible for continuing life and legacy, which puts me, it makes me responsible 
for what the world will, will look like in the future. Who and when I choose to lay down with someone is important. If you're just laying down with any and everybody before you even get any kind of commitment or property or prospect before you guarantee your future, who would want to give you anything if you are so willing to give up this most precious part of yourself? And I'm a hypocrite because I'm, I've given myself to people who aren't doing shit for me. I give myself to people, person who's not doing anything for me or giving me what I know I want out of the long run, you know, because I haven't had those conversations and because I'm not, I've been foolish with not looking at the bigger picture and not taking into consideration how present actions are going to affect my future, you know? So there's that. And then perception is more important than the truth. And perception travels much faster. Even if you didn't do what others think you've done, what people think travels faster than what the actual truth is. So these are the lessons I've learned from episode four of House of Dragons on HBO Max. And uh, yeah, I wish I wish it was before, I wish I had learned these or came to these realizations before watching a television show, but I'm so captivated by this show and I'm, I'm glad that it is awakening these realizations within me. It's very important. And um, honestly, it makes me not wanna have sex cause I ain't really had nobody worthy. <laughs> Sex has been cool, but like, honestly, I'm so drained from the type of men attached to that sex and the laziness behind the sex because they don't, we don't want the same thing. So we're not lining up. You know what I mean? Women control sex, men control marriage. There you have it. Women control sex, men control marriage. That's what it is right there. And if women want marriage, then we can't just be giving up sex because why would a man marry you if he can get sex without marrying you? Hmm. Why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? Okay. All right. All right. And on that note, I hope that y'all learned something from this episode and I hope you enjoyed this talk, even though it's not about, you know, the explicit sexy stuff. If you want more explicit sexy stuff, then subscribe to OnlyFans or become a patron and request some content. And then the content will be geared more toward what you want to talk about. Um, the, I have a topic for next week. Uh, highly doubted says, have you been attached to an actual genuine good guy? I don't think I have. It seems so common for women to get attached to toxic. Unfortunately, um, no, sexually attached to a genuinely good guy, the sad truth for me, no, because I, I literally just thought about that question maybe a week or two ago. Um, for those of you who are on Instagram, I just got the two minute warning. Well, we're actually at 30 seconds right now, so we're going to have to come back, but that is a great fucking question. Highly doubted. Have you been attached to an actual genuine good guy? Don't think so. 
It seems so common for women to get attached to toxic. This topic was much needed. Great job, Lexi. Thank you. Thank you. And on that note, yeah, I hope that I hope that this episode can be a great episode, a great lesson, a great reminder for women younger than myself so they don't have to learn this shit the hard way and so they don't have to take so much time on this. <clears throat> Excuse me, on this, you know? I certainly, like I said, I certainly wish that I learned this sooner from certain women in my family. And I wish that I learned about the games men play from the men in my family. But I don't know, we just didn't have these kinds of conversations. So I think it's a great thing to be able to have these kinds of conversations on this kind of platform. So yeah, on that note, let's go ahead and wrap this baby up. You can catch these live chats on Instagram at LexiATL. That's L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram every Wednesday at 9 p.m. to be part of the conversation. If you tune in at 8 p.m., you can catch the Lex chat, which is just before this one. But if you miss the live, you can hear the replay on Fridays at 9 p.m. on YouTube and anywhere podcasts are available. But most people use Spotify and Apple Podcasts. <laughs> but whichever platform you're using, make sure you follow and or subscribe and like each episode or give it a rating to help the show get in front of an even bigger audience. I would absolutely appreciate that from you. If you don't like waiting for replays and you want instant access to the content and personal access to me, go subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash LexiATL. That's patreon.com slash L-E-X-C. ATL and choose from the three different tiers to gain early and exclusive access among other perks. Don't forget to rate this show on Spotify and Apple podcasts or anywhere that podcasts are available. Rate the show and leave me a review. Like I said, that would really help to put this in front of a bigger audience and expose it to more people. I would greatly appreciate it. If you are watching this on YouTube, Join the conversation. Let me know what you think about this in the comment section down below. Do you watch House of Dragons? If so, have you seen episode four? And what did you learn from the episodes? What did you learn from this? Because I was very captivated with this episode. I think, God, just, just well done. I just fucking love this show. <laughs> I love Game of Thrones and I didn't love how it ended, but I love Game of Thrones and I, I knew I would love House of Dragons because I love Daenerys before she went crazy, but that's the writer's fault. But anyway, yeah, join the conversation in the comment section down below. Make sure if you are on YouTube, you like this video, give me a big thumbs up, subscribe, and hit the notification bell if you'd like to be notified each and every time new pieces of content post. Now, this is Sexy Lexi After Hours, and that means that this is available on OnlyFans. It is free to subscribe to my OnlyFans. It is OnlyFans.com slash SexyLexiStudio. That's OnlyFans.com slash S-E-X-C-L-E-X-C Studio. You can subscribe to my OnlyFans for free. And this After Hours is a free weekly show that I post on there. And if you want the more explicit content, well, that just becomes a pay-per-view, pay-per-content situation, okay? But thank you so much for joining in this chat this week. Thank you for joining in this conversation. And like I was telling the guy earlier, you know, if you want to have more influence over what we talk about, then you have to interact with the content. You have to be active. Join the OnlyFans, join my Patreon. Really, Patreon will get you there faster. Or unless you are a big spender, big tipper on my 
OnlyFans. That's how you will get my attention and that's how you'll get priority when it comes to asking for certain topics, okay? But thank you all so much for joining me this week on Sexy Lexi After Hours. My name is Lexi and I'll talk to you next week. Peace.